Praise and worship our songs of inspiration. Praise and worship our songs of inspiration. There's lots of reasons for joining Anchor, like myself, for instance. I'm an entertainer who loves and enjoys music. Being a podcast host gives me the ability to give the people what they want. You too can join Anchor for that very same reason. It's free, easy as one, two, three. Your podcast will be delivered to Spotify, Apple iTunes, and more. Praise it, worship our songs of inspiration. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. Or just as fast. Even today, we often speak to Jesus' sacrifice to forgive our sins as paying the debt for us. He, Jesus did, he paid the debt. Get rid of one. You see, you, hey, you can get rid of one. You still have 
You see how people, I'm serious. And, and I don't have nothing to give to you, Sister Terry. And I'll tell anybody, I had when I was giving for you. He knew the cost that was going to pay. He knew before he went down, but he said, Father, prepare me a fire, and I will redeem me. And I thank God for Jesus every morning. And the debt is paid, yes, and now it's all up to us to say, Lord, forgive me, and walk right. And try to keep walking. And it gonna, you're not gonna walk right at the beginning. That's just like you know how when the baby start walking. It don't, it don't, he don't walk straight up, start walking. What he do? He stumbles, he falls. But he do what? Get back up. Get up, get back up. And that's what we have to do. Yeah, we sin. Lord forgive me, help me, Jesus, to go through this sin because he know we're gonna sin. And and it always up to us as a, as adults to get back up. And try again. Because the devil don't stop. You don't have to say that and fall in and get up and tell them to give me and keep it going. Keep it going. And, and as soon as eventually you'll go, you'll hurt over that sin. Because if you was a drunk of your heart over that, you'll stop drinking. You see what I'm saying? If you were some of these things that we get into, we get caught up into stuff. And we all got some addicts. You know, that's what the Pharisees did. 
You know, uh, I gave you a piece of bread and I done went and told everybody, girl, I had to give Terry a piece of bread. Really? No. Jesus didn't say do that. So how about when the Pharisees would go down the street and we'd have trumpeters? To be seen? To be seen. To be seen. Yes, we get the glory. Thank you. You got the glory. You got man's glory. You got the applause of man. There you go. You wanted that? That's, that's, that's what you got. You ain't giving that now. Thank God.
wasn't just for that time. Mm-hmm. It's for all time. Pass. See the word. Because the word will never change. His word don't never change. We change. Only thing is changing is me. That's right, we change. Hallowed be thy name, 
would more accurately be stated, let thy name be hallowed. This means that God's name should be sanctified, revered, and considered holy. For Jewish people, the name of God was considered so holy, it could only be spoken or even written in its entirety. The name of God was treated with reverence because it was considered synonymous with God for us. The prayers are request that in all the earth the name of God will speak of God's holiness and kingdom. This is both a personal request and a communal missionary request. Thank you. 
Some scholars have debated whether this is a literal bread in terms of our daily physical needs, or whether daily bread should be taken in the spiritual sense, or in the understanding of what will be consumed at the heavenly banquet. The Greek word for daily is epocius, and since this prayer is its only occurrence in scripture, it is difficult to translate. Most likely refers to that which is needed just until tomorrow. Each day we are to ask God for just enough to get through the day. This simply simple request is not about money. We are not asking God to set up a large bank account for us. We are simply asking him to give us what we need for today and the most immediate future. Whether we have need of food, shelter, clothing, hope, healing, or grace, we are to pray as trusting children, asking our Father for what is needful for today. This is a prayer that may have reminded the disciples that daily God provided manna in the wilderness for Israel. It is God's servant, sovereign. sovereign will, and Jesus' prayer that people receive enough food to eat. Every day, every day. That makes it our prayer and call as Jesus' body in the earth. Uh -huh. The object of our prayer for forgiveness is the most widely varied word in this passage. The Greek word for debts is which literally <laughs> <laughs> Which literally means failure to pay what is due. All of us have failed to live up to our duties to both God and also has a sense of moral failure or fault. Sin is universal. This verse literally means that we are asking God to forgive us in the same prohibition in which we forgive others, saying, I will never forgive so and so for what he has done. It's actually, actually asking God not to forgive us. Amen. Say that when they look, you don't forgive me, God won't forgive you. But it's true. Mm -hmm. Some people it's still true today. It's true today. It's true today. Mm -hmm. Human? Yeah, that's true. They always say, I forgive you, but I won't forgive. That's wrong. Yeah. But we still have to forgive that person. Mm -hmm. You got to get that man
Yeah. Then after that, here we go. Then she gonna turn up. Why don't you go do Bible bed? I said no. I said no. I'm not teaching it. I said no. I'm good. No. Even though it's like you didn't, I think to myself, you forgot you just said I don't know nothing. So now you want, I said no. That's okay. Thank you. 
like we wasn't kin to this man. Like we, there you go. That's why I did. So every now and then, if she's here, y'all better be thanking God she's here because she usually ain't gonna be here because that that hurt. I go, like I said, I, I ended up still going with Mama because I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, bang. Mm -hmm. And you can't say nothing. Mm -hmm. You just gotta sit right here and just be like this. But you got to learn to keep yourself in check. And then you got, like you said, you have other people around, like, and they look and they like. Like you said, they were gonna fight at the time. Oh, you had enough. And you start to record with them, right? Yeah, I do know my, 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 my clock was on. Everybody, everybody has the time. You know, we have, we have 
God's Father. God has repeatedly revealed himself to be our holy and loving Father. This image of the father-child relationship can guide us as we work to repair damaged hearts and heal those who have been wounded in relationships. Our forgiveness, we must pray with a forgiving spirit toward others. If we do not forgive repentance, of repentant offenders, God will not forgive us. Christians must be prepared and willing to forgive the offenses of others. As Christ just taught earlier in the same sermon, because our blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If we don't forgive, our prayers are of no avail. If God will answer the prayers of a person who is unforgiven, then he would be encouraged in sin. Forgiveness puts us in right relationship with our brothers and sisters and with God. It enables us to pray effectively. Therefore, forgiveness is a vital part of prayer. Finally, Jesus goes back to the subject of forgiveness mentioned in the prayer. These verses are not part of the Lord's Prayer, but they are included to emphasize the importance of forgiveness and the fact that forgiveness must go two ways in the life of the Christian, as seen in Jesus' parable of the unforgiving servant. Our master will show us justice as much mercy as we show those subordinate to us. We forgive in part because we have been forgiven much. We also forgive because we recognize our neighbor is made in the image of God. Whether or not they ask for forgiveness, whether or not they even think they need forgiveness, we are to forgive because they are God's child as, as much as we are. We sing and pray the Lord's Prayer so often that it, that it becomes broken and loses meaning for us. But when we look at it in, with fresh eyes, the prayer can come alive again and give us, as Jesus intended, clear instructions on how to pray effectively. How serious are we in wanting God's kingdom to come and his will to be done? Do we live as kingdom people, aware of who and whose are we? We are. How easy or difficult is it for us to forgive others when they do something wrong to us? How satisfied are we with having just our daily needs met, as opposed to all our wants and desires? And in the course of going about our daily lives, how much awareness do we show in our thoughts, actions, and treatment of others of the truth of Matthew 6, 14 through 15. These are all questions that arise when we take time to really reflect and meditate on the Lord's prayer. Light on the word. Our forgiving as God forgives. Jesus elaborates on the point of forgiveness in the Lord's prayer. If we are not gracious and forgive others of their sins, then God will not forgive us. While this may sound harsh, the reality is that believers are called to obey God in all things, including forgiving others. If we truly desire the grace and mercy that God extends to us, then we will extend that same grace and mercy to others. This is a challenging truth, as many find it difficult to forgive others. 
But following Christ is no easy task. And it expects us to follow him in all things. Forgive. Forgive and be forgiven. To be forgiven is to be released from all guilt and condemnation. We are, we all need forgiveness. Forgiving means we should not be bitter or hostile, seek revenge, or hold hard feelings against another person. We should not rejoice when others fall on hard times or experience trouble and trials in their lives. As Christians, we must forgive as much as we have been forgiven. Amen. Bible application and students will be thankful when God provides their basic needs. We may pass over this verse quickly because we have never known days without enough to eat. But people in parts of the world are hungry. Some do not live very far from us. They have learned what it means to truly have to trust God to provide for their, day, their basic needs. When we pray this prayer, we should remember those who are hungry. Many of us are tempted to spiritualize the meaning of give us the day, this day our daily bread. Seeking a daily spiritual insight to feed our souls. This is not with what Jesus was talking about. However, the majority of people in Jesus' day and even until the 18th century were food insecure, meaning they didn't know how or even if they would get their next meal. While this is not a worry for middle and upper class America, there are people even in the wealthiest cities who are food insecure today. These people understand the necessity of praying to God to give them just the barest minimum of food for just that day. Those of us who have never had to worry about how to afford groceries must remember that this is only by the grace of God, our only provider. If we are blessed as to be sure of having food in our pantries today and tomorrow, we can thank God for removing a terrible way of worry from our lives. Amen. Students will pray for those who, with whom they have strained relationships. Prayer is needed today more than ever. This week, set aside a specific time each day for prayer. Jesus and the Psalms prayed in the morning. But any time is good to talk to God. Ask the Father to bring to your mind those people who have hurt you or persecuted you. Then say it aloud. I forgive by an act of my will. If you can con contact that person you name, do so and resolve whether differences you may have. Remember, prayer changes us. Prayer changes us. Because you could be so bitter that you could get sick. You could be so angry 
Until next time, God bless. <laughs> Please share, comment, subscribe. Praise and worship our songs.